Buckle up, everyone, and welcome to Carpool Rugby League, a show where two rugby league tragics talk everything rugby league on your way to and from work. I'm Shane. And I'm the chameleon. Welcome aboard and on with the show. Yes, as you probably figured out, everyone, by now, there is no Graham, no music, no no fanfare. Well, this is a this is a meat and two veg uh, episode of Carpool Rugby League. Graham is uh, indisposed tonight. He's... He's he's off doing some uh, doing some things he needs to do. So um, Griffo, great to have you here. Um, as always, brilliant to to have a chat with you about rugby league. Um, I suppose in a nutshell, what were your thoughts about last week's games? The two that we had that that, that led now to what we now know are um, the Warriors and the Storm going through to play uh, Penrith and the Broncos. In the grand final decider. Uh, well, we'll start with fri- uh, the the first game was Friday night. Storm at home v Roosters. Uh, I was watching that game, thinking neither of these sides are really worrying me. Uh, you know, as a, as a Panthers fan, mm-hmm. um, while I was watching the game, but I didn't think either side really were, were all that great. Um it was a close game, it was a, you know, it was a good game. Um but I just thought it just lacked a little bit of uh quality. Oh there was there were some good things done. You know, my grab for the week uh is uh is Will Warbrick mm-hmm. um with that last try. Uh, he did really well to to really leap over the top of uh, I think it was junior Pogger. Um, you know, pinpoint kick from Munster and they won the game. It looked like the game was gone. Um, referee Klein, well, he uh, he had a couple of shockers. Um, you know, they, they all made mistakes. I don't, I don't want to, you know, crucify the man. Um, but, uh, you know, I did support the fact that out of that game, uh, he's not refereeing this week, but I just think those the errors that he made um, when he, you know, there's only a handful of referees. Um, he did his best, but gee, the, the knock on was pretty blatant, as yeah. was the the clip across Harry Grant's face. Um, yeah, I yeah, I think Griffo. For me, I was I was actually going to lead into this and talk about a little bit about the. Um, refereeing and, and what's been made of it over the last week. I think for me a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going around about Ashley Klein and, and the bunker. I've got to be honest with you, Griffo, I believe that those two decisions should have been made on field. They would have been made pre bunker days. I, I just think that I'd hate to think that refereeing is going to the point where we can have mediocre on-field decisions that get um, that get fixed up by the bunker. I actually felt that what happened to Klein, although unfortunate for him, I think fair, only because I feel that those two decisions should have been made on-field. No, no bunker needed to intervene with those two decisions. I thought they were fairly straightforward and, um, and warranted both the knock-on and the penalty. Am I being too harsh? Oh, look. Yeah, he's a good referee, Ashley Clyde. has been over a, a number of years, but I don't think he's the best referee at the moment. Um, uh, I think probably uh, the King is, is uh, probably right up there, King G. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I know he's got one of the games this week. Yes. I'm, I'm not, I heard that uh, Jared Sutton might have the other. Yeah. Um, which I was a little bit surprised. I thought Grant Atkins, I think he's he's done enough good things uh, yeah. this year to, to warrant that. But you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, I think King G, uh, he's been consistent. Um, he really impressed me earlier in the year when he overruled the bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, on a, yes. it was a Penrith game. It could have been against the Storm actually, and he sort of said to the bunker, he said. Are you sure? Um, the bunk had a look at it again went, went with uh, with King G. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't want too yeah. much about refs. Um, G and on Sutton. the game, you know, both teams 
gave everything they had. Uh, really surprising start um, when Tyron Wishart went straight through. I think he went past Brandon Smith. Um, Brandon Smith, in saying that, was was outstanding for the Roosters after that, as was his uh, replacement, um, a very close relative, one would think, Sandon Smith, uh, Sandon and Brandon. Uh, they both did a really good job uh, for their uh, for their Roosters. Um, at the end of the day, they were they only scored two tries, and, and they had you know quite a, a bit of ball. Uh, Storm, they got there in the end. It looked like uh, when uh, when Walker kicked that field goal, um, and we got down to not far from the end, that uh, looked like the Roosters might hang on. But uh, you know, credit to Warbrick, credit to Munster, um, the Storm make another prelim. I mean, this is a when you look, they only came into the competition in nineteen ninety nine. 98, well, one of those years, and within within a year or two, they were premiers. But I don't think any other team, new team, has has had that sort of impact. And uh, excuse me, and uh, I mean, there's just been a a successful operation. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about this week's game shortly. But uh, what did you think of that? Oh, look, I thought I thought it was very interesting. I've I suppose the key thing for me, Griffo, when I was watching that game, when Walker kicked the field goal, I honestly thought with with the possession and what they had, six points was what they needed. And to come away with one just didn't feel like enough. And then as the game sort of kept going, I thought, geez, hang on, this this could this could be enough here. I thought the I thought the shot across my, um, uh, Grant's beak was going to be worth two. Um, yep. It wasn't. And and then and then the subsequent try. I just felt like they I felt with with all the with all the possession that the Roosters had at the line, another try, third try probably would have put the um would have put the nail on the coffin. Every, every, regardless of how much, you know, regardless of being one point ahead, there was just some part of you that felt that it wasn't enough. At some stage, um, Griffo, what was enough was forty points uh, for the Warriors against the Knights. Yeah. Um, very dog. That was a disappointment that game. Uh, it, I was a bit the same. I, I I agree with you. I was a bit the same. I thought that I was really. I thought this game I, after watching Friday. I, I said to my daughter, I said, "If that's tonight's game, what's tomorrow's?" And then. Oh, the first sort of 20 minutes um, blew it out the park by, you know, within, you know, was it? They scored three tries in 11 12 minutes. 12 minutes, I think, Shane. Yeah, yeah and it was tries. just after 20 minutes, they still didn't look right. Marju scored in the 24th, and you thought, oh, something might happen here. But then it was just bang, bang, bang. And, yeah, it was really, I felt probably you know, after the 12th minute and Montoya scored, uh, yeah, after in the 11th, sorry, I thought that was probably over. Uh, yeah, it was so disappointing. I mean, they, they dropped the ball on the third play and then they never Warriors, got it back. I think, with the first set of six, mm. might have scored. It's dreadful uh, defence out wide. Um, Bradman Best on the first try. And Gamble, uh, he had a miss somewhere and Frizzell, uh, it was just bad defence. They got it back to, to 16-10 not long after half time. We thought, well, you know, there's a game on here, but uh, it just was all one-way traffic. Uh, Warriors, credit to them. Um, I don't think there would have been anyone who would have thought the Warriors are going to be playing a prelim this year, mm. maybe apart from the Warriors themselves, but... Um, you know, I thought they're going to be closer to the bottom four than the top four to be, you know, if you ask me at the start of the year. Um, yeah, obviously they they, uh, they rode the wave of emotion that was, was happening at, uh, at what used to be called Mount Smart Stadium, uh, whatever it's called these days. Um, but uh, they played smart. 
Um, uh, Go Media, I think it is. Go Media. Yeah, something media. Go Media. Go Lars. Go Lars. That's that's. But uh, Newcastle did really well to to make the eight, and they got a win in the first week. But you look at their there's you know sort of uh, 160 minutes or so. I think uh, maybe didn't they play? Was it Golden Point that uh, came against the Raiders? Yes. Yeah. So they they played a lot of minutes, like, you know, close to 170 minutes. Yeah. Of rugby league. You think they might have played about 15 minutes of good rugby league in all that? Like, yeah, that's uh, that's true. I I think I think the fatigue of winning ten in a row got to them. It's almost like every wins one more game to your next loss and it was just that was the fatigue of it um griff if you don't mind before we go to uh previewing this week's games um some pretty stock standard results really in the women's rugby league uh over the weekend um which which have led to which has led to um the finals of of the women's rugby league knights will play the broncos Roosters will play the Titans. Before we preview the NRL, I just want to talk a bit about women's rugby league. Where are you looking at these games being at? Um, Knights Broncos. Um, that's that's a tougher game than what you think. When when first plays fourth, you'd you'd think to yourself, well, you know, first must be light years ahead, and fourth is where it's at. There's a part of me that says the Roosters finishing second against the Titans is probably come up with a better solution there um women's rugby league the two games you see on the weekend how do you see those playing out yeah i'm just trying to get the team lists up um, mm. so not as easy as as what i hoped uh no i did you want me to go oh here go. we are look yeah our team lists here yep. we go um the, i can talk about the ins uh roach Herden, butler and the RT for um, for the Knights, Griffin, Larson, Coolwell, and Orchard uh, for the Broncos. In saying all that, um, probably plays very little um, influence when you look at the two sides, one to thirteen. Tamika Upton for for the Knights will be absolutely pivotal, and. I think we said it for the last few weeks. Ali Brigginshaw, the captain for the Broncos, well, she has. To, if she turns up, it could be an upset. Oh, the Broncos are a chance. Yeah. Um. So it's uh, straight out. Two winners play the grand final. It's yeah. It's it's isn't it bizarre? Yeah, it is. We got a ten team comp. Yeah, you um, think you think you'd have um, winner of minor premiers. I I I, I yeah Nothing. I thought they might have done one verse two three verse four, um, winner of one verse two go through, yeah. the loser of three verse four goes out. The loser of one verse two plays three verse four for a plot in the grand final. Um, yeah, oh well. Yeah, very bizarre. So where are they playing this game? Uh, they are playing McDonald's this game. Jones. McDonald's okay, Jones. So it's yeah, it's, game. it's at McDonald's Jones. Home yep. game. You think uh, Newcastle fans will? Oh, they come should out turn up. They should their turn team. up. Um, their team is is a really uh, enjoyable team to watch. Uh, with, with, as you say, Tamika Upton, Jesse Southwell, they're two of the very best players in uh, the NRLW. Uh, they've got a strong forward pack, plenty of size. Uh, Hannah Southwell, uh, she's just a defensive machine. She's like a lawnmower. Just everything gets cut down. Um, Yasmin Clydesdale, Australian player. Uh, Caitlin Johnston, Predabond. It's it's a good side. And you can bring off the bench. Uh, Higgins is a good hooker. And Anita Maynard comes on, gives her a rest. Uh, Robin Uke, uh, she, she sort of a look, Southwell look like uh, with the... With you've got the same headgear, sometimes mm. I'm not sure who it is, but uh, they all play well. Um, pace in the backs, Jasmine Strange has been very good for them. Uh, Gallagher, likewise. Uh, Parker Roach, Georgia Roach is back. I- I'm going to tip Newcastle. 
the Broncos, they've done well. Um, they they were they lost a few games yeah. early, but they sort of played all the top sides early in the comp. Can I highlight someone for the Broncos, Griff? Uh, the number of wins. Griff, um, the person for me for the Broncos is Melly Havanga. She's had, I suppose, breakout season. Um, nine games, ten tries. Really, they've got to get early ball into 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 Hafunga's hands and just and just run. Oh, she's a record ball. Yeah, like, on the centre, on the edge. Yeah, it's it's just it's just get early ball and run. And, and, and on, the, on the flip side of that, the Knights are going to be up on a quick. They can't give her any any space. That's right. Yeah, no, you've got to be up. They're just going to be straight on her. And and um, that's where the centre and, and and second rower really need yeah. to work hard. Uh, again, I've not seen too much of the Broncos. Oh, she's um, been. Awesome. I remember seeing Hafunga in the World Cup last year. She was outstanding in attack, but defensively, well, um, can be found out. So I've watched uh, a few of the um, Broncos games this year, and it is to be fair to her an error of a game. She's fixed up. Okay, well, that's, yeah, like you know, it's, she, it's, she's it's fixed that, up a defence. It's that she's the very much the whole package. Yeah, um, and it's a big package. She's a unit. Uh, I would not like to have to tackle Melly Hufunga. I could not tackle her. She's just a machine. Um, but yeah, the, the key is they have to get her before she's built little, up you know, any momentum. This season, ten tries, sixty-two tackle breaks, fourteen line breaks, uh, eighty-six. 0.8% um, tackle efficiency. Oh, She's only yeah, missed 12 tackles all year oh, um, and made 79. She's really fixed that up. It's all right. She's a machine. So, yeah, they've got some firepower there with Selka. Uh, Julie Robinson, uh, Broughton's very skillful, played outside Brigginshaw. So yeah. they're, they're not yeah. going to be easy beats, the Broncos. No. They're still a very good side. Tasman Gray uh, is a very good uh, second rower. Not my favourite player, mind you, but um, she's effective. Yeah. Uh, she's very, very similar to her brother who plays for the Raiders. Um, so there's a bit of grub there. Uh, yeah. They play to win. Yep, yeah. um, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And uh, that's what you're out there for. You're not yeah. out there just no, to, you know, not. to make friends. Um, if you make friends, that's a bonus, but you're out there to win. Yeah. And uh, she's, uh, she's, she's got... She's got a lot of ability, got to give her credit. Um, yeah, I, I, I do favour um, Newcastle. It was a very close game when its two teams played earlier in the year. The Broncos, I think, had a good lead. And Newcastle sort of just got them just near the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you now, Sunday, uh, it's 2.05 p.m. Um, Sunday, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be... Uh, yeah, I'll be up uh, at my sister's place, so I might try and tune in though. Two or five. Um, yeah, who do you think wins here, Shane? Oh, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking the Broncos. I, I, I really think the Broncos probably staggered early and have warmed to this competition. I, I've got the Broncos in this one, Griffo. Who have you got? No, I'm, I'm sticking Knights. Knights. So sorry, I, you I said like uh, sorry. Yep. And, um, I think they got the best player on the field to make her up to. True, true. Yeah, and and you know what? Bit of a flip the coin for yep. me, and I just thought there's a couple of the couple of guns for the Broncos. Um, I, I'm 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 thinking Brigginshaw is going to have an absolutely whale of a game. I think this is made for the superstars, and um, well, she's a big game player, Shane. Yeah, and that's why I've picked. That's why I picked the Broncos. Uh, at Allianz on. Sunday is four fifteen. Roosters versus the Titans. Um, few ends for both sides, but I think the 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 big one to talk about Millie Boyle for the um, for the Roosters in a prop, um, the meter eater that can really um, propel this team forward. It's 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 interesting because for me, I think the Roosters are a better side, but geez, the Titans just turn up week in, week out and and cause the upset when they need to cause the upset. It's going to be a very interesting game. I, I think that if there's one thing about the Titans is that they've been able to hold their 17 
fairly strong and they've been able to hold them uh, in a way where they've had very little disruption. Um, the Roosters slightly different this year. They've had a few ins and outs, but probably have close to their best side on the field when it matters. Um, the Roosters really have, uh, when they've dominated, they've dominated. Um, probably the Roosters have been their own worst enemy. If there's one side that has capitalized on teams being their own worst enemy, it's the Titans. They're the surprise packet in some way of this competition. Uh, Griffo, what do you see here? Yeah, the Titans had a really good year. Um, I get, yeah, as you say, they are probably a bit of a surprise packet um, with, with uh, certainly some names that are well-known, um, the likes of Lauren Brown, uh, Jamie Chapman, Ivania Polite, uh, up front they got Shannon Marto, Shirley Bent in the second row, um, Georgia Hale. Uh, Raylan Art has been around for a few years, very skillful. Mm. Um, but I don't think they're going to beat the Roosters. Um, the Roosters side, <clears throat> they're, they're not quite at full strength. And missing uh, you know, ladies like Amber Hall and yeah. just Sergis, maybe one or two others who who have been ruled out. Um, I think Shane and Burton, uh, I think she's she got injured. She's out for season yes. as well. She was going Go well on. earlier. Um, but they do not, I guess you can't worry about who's not there. You go worry about who is. Taryn Aitken, uh, she's been amazing. Uh, big off-season signing. I don't know how they do it, the Roosters. <laughs> but... Um, if you, if you if you're named like the top five players in the, in the NRLW, they signed two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. In in uh, Taryn Aiken and, and Millie Boyle. Um, in addition to the, the quality they already had. Um, yeah. I, strong forward pack. Uh, Aiken is just amazingly skillful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isabel Kelly playing outside her. Uh, Jamie Frasad's been very good, and Corbin Baxter's a quality fullback. So I'm going to stick with the Roosters, Shane. Yeah, I, I think the Roosters win. Um, if I can give the Titans um, any hope, um, one of the players I think has played some very good football, um, Zara Canfield. Um, this year has done some really good things in attack, really good tackles. I, I just think that, um, you know, probably, you know, she's got two tries this year from second row. I think where the Titans have gotten value, they've shifted the ball early and it's been their second rowers that have really stood up and taken the ball. Um, in saying that, I just look at the Roosters. I just think they're too classy. I think, you know... For, for all the Titans and what they've done, um, I think the Roosters Roosters will have this one. And and I think I think what we're going to see on the weekend is two um, very, very um, good games. One other good game we're going to see, I'm just going to mention it quickly, um, is the uh, New South Wales Cup game. Now, um, Queensland Cup had theirs last week. New South Wales Cup, the North Sydney Bears versus South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, you'd almost be forgiven for thinking that it's some sort of um, bygone fanfare. It, it's yeah, it's an old school, old school fixture. Uh, it's at um, it's at Parramatta on Sunday. It's it, looking at it. I think look no, looking at the teams that are playing and looking at at, at who's playing. You really look at South Sydney, they've got, you know, they've got a lot of the people that have played first grade in this side. Um, Blake Taft back at fullback. I think South Sydney have this one. I hope they have this one. I'll be there on Sunday. I'm going to take the girls down to watch it. Um, it, 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 you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't help what the first grade side did, but it's very interesting from a South Sydney point of view that um, when the, at the start of the year, the first grade side was singing this side was failing. 
um, and throughout the year as the first grade side started failing, this side started singing. So um, a big, big, um, big hats off to the coaching staff of the um, of the New South Wales Cup side, from my opinion, for what it's worth. Um, but yeah, it's it's at three o'clock. It's at Combank Stadium. Um, the winner of this will play the um, will play the uh, the winner who was last week. Uh, they hadn't won one. I think the Tigers. Um, so yeah, it's it's. It's going to be an interesting game for those that have a uh, for those that have some sort of vested interest. If you don't go for the Bears or the Rabbitohs, really, the Bears came first. Rabbitohs finished second this year. Um, if you don't go for either of those sides, it bears very little interest on your rugby league um, interest. But for those that go for either of those two sides, um, it's it's it can provide some some interesting uh, viewpoints. But let's talk about the the big game. Uh, on Friday at 7.50 at Acor Stadium in Sydney, the Penrith Panthers will play the Melbourne Storm. Um, Inns, Isaac Tago, Jerome Luai, uh, Luke Summerton, Matthew Eisenhood, Tom Jenkins with, uh, with uh, Jamin Salmon out. For the Storm, Chris Lewis is in, Jerome Hughes is in, um, Falogo is also in and Maroa is also in. So what we have, and I think it's fair that we start talking about the um, players and the teams uh, as they sit. Uh, Dylan Edwards and Nick Meany at fullback. Taruva and Warbrick are, is the wingers. Isaac Tago, Seve for the Storm. Crichton and Olam. To'o and Smith. Luai. In for Penrith, massive in for Penrith, up against uh, the guy that really needs to have a big game for the Storm in Cameron Munster. Nathan Cleary for Penrith Panthers, who is 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 proving why Penrith might do the three-peat. He has been the pivotal role in this, up against the return Jerome Hughes. Uh, Leota against uh, Kamakamika. Kenny is hooking for the Panthers, and for the Storm, it's Grant. The props, one of the unsung heroes and someone who plays massive roles nearly every week, James Fisher-Harris. Up against another guy for the, for the Storm who plays massive weeks, Christian Welch. In the second row, Sorensen, Leoro, Liam Martin, Katoa. And who is the guy, if there's a guy in the rugby league, you can set your watch by. Um, I don't remember what the what the number was you used to call when when the clocks in your house stopped, but it's Isaiah Yo um, up against Josh King on the interchange bench for Penrith: Cogger Smith, Spencer Linu, and Luke Garner for the Storm: Tyron Wishart, Tom Eisenhuth, Nelson Asafa Solomon, and Tarek Sims. Griffo, I know you're pumped for this game. Please give us give us the synopsis. What's happening here? Um, in short, uh, I think uh, I, I've not really heard anyone tip Melbourne in this game. Um, That's not surprising. No, um, <laughs> and, and you're not going to hear me tip them either. But um, I do, uh, I do respect the Melbourne Storm. This is. Uh, They've been the, the most successful club this uh, this century. Um, and uh, they make uh, yet another prelim final. Um, I did mention last week, watching both the Roosters and the Storm, that I didn't really think either side you know, sort of had me uh, shaking in my boots. But um, the Storm are strengthened this week by, by Jerome Hughes returning. So... Uh, he makes a massive difference. I think last time Penrith beat them really uh, without too much trouble at, uh, at Bluebet, but Hughes didn't play that night as well. So uh, him coming back is is big. It's it's the return of two Jeromes, um, both you know obviously with question marks. Hughes, I think it's a calf injury, only missed one week. Who I you know had a dislocated shoulder. Um, 
could go at any time, really. Uh, they've got the insurance policy, which I'm glad to see, and that is Jack Cogger sitting on the bench with number 14. So uh, if something does happen, they can uh, bring him out, and, and he's, he's done a fabulous job uh, replacing uh, Jerome Luai recently and earlier in the Nathan Cleary. So got faith in Cogger. Um, if Luai's shoulder holds up, well, Cogger will give Mitch Kenny a rest at some stage. So um, that uh, that gives me confidence. Um, Melbourne Storm Park have been soundly uh, criticised, uh, um, mm. mainly because people just expect better. Um, and they're sort of saying, you know, if Nelson's not out there, then, uh, then nothing really happening from the forwards. Um, uh, whether they take that on and, and you know try to prove people wrong, uh, I don't know. They're just trying to win a game. Um, they're quite a big side uh, in the forwards, but they uh, they've well they were completely outplayed by the Broncos forwards a couple of weeks ago, and uh, at best they matched the Roosters forwards last week. They certainly did go over the top of them. Um, Penrith they've had the week's rest which is a big bonus I think it was a you could see both the Storm and Roosters at half time they were knackered uh, both teams gave everything that was half time so um, I don't think it's going to be quite as easy as, as some people are saying I do think uh, you know I'm, I'm glad to see Tango back uh, assuming he's fit Um Likewise, Luai, but uh, the forwards, uh, uh, that's the best pack they can put on the park. And they got, you know, talent coming off the bench. Lindsay Smith, who's just re-signed uh, an extension, he's been outstanding this year. Uh, he played the odd game before this year, but, but it was never consistent. It was just in one week, so not there the next. He's now a consistent first grader. Lenu, um, we know that he's a he's a wrecking ball, um, and he's only got potentially two games left in a Panthers jersey. Garner was really good uh, when he replaced Tango last week, so um, he he gets the nod ahead of Hosky. Um, the Storm, they have three of the uh, well, I would say four of the best players in the league. Uh, with Monster, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant, and, and Big Nelson. So you can never write off a storm side uh, when, when those guys are out there. Um, I'm, I'm going Penrith. Uh, I just think uh, Nathan Cleary uh, will lead them to victory. Um, I hope that's the case. So I'll be out there. Um, and it's one of those times where, you know, you're just sort of expecting to win. So um, I don't always work that way. Uh, last year, I remember actually seeing you before the uh, the equivalent game, the prelim there. Um, it was one of those games where I was, you know, I sort of thought we'd probably win, but I wasn't sure. Um, this game, I'm, I'm probably more confident of a victory than, uh, than in last year's. Uh, prelim when they play the Rabbitohs I've got got Penrith Um, I will say I've I've said it all year I think the Storm just don't have the venom Um, one thing about the Storm side that that, that looking at it um, I I just think that when I I look at the Storm side I know this isn't the final team I know that's got to come through I, I think I'd rather see Bronson Garlic in for Taron Wishart and, and, and just take the chance that Jerome Hughes is fit. Um, they're going to need something on the bench. The Penrith, the Penrith bench is very good. And, and you know, that's, that's when they take off who's, who's starting. I, I think this game, and, 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 you know, I, I doubt this will happen, but if we're talking next week about a Storm grand final, it's going to be won on the back of whatever Bellamy can conjure, conjure up. 
This is this is going to be a coach's. I I, I say it quite frequently that that twenty five percent of the year, the coach wins the game. Like the players win most of the games. They go out and do their thing. It's there. There is quite often these twenty five percent times where. They throw a trick shot. They throw something at the opposition. They tell the team to do something. And the team has the belief that in the coach to do it. And that's Bellamy. And that's, if there's any chance, he's got to conjure up something. And I think Wishart returning to the returning to the reserves and, and bringing Garlic up, I think that's what's got to happen. I think they just need something else there. Um, Penrith are just this juggernaut that just keep on giving. You know, I can't believe halfway through the year people honestly thought that there was an issue. Um, they, 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 they've got Jerome Luai back. Um, not too sure how fit he is, um, but but they're not they're not idiots. Like they know that next week's a bigger there's a bit there's bigger fish to fry, so they wouldn't be playing him unless he was fine. Um, maybe even a late withdrawal. Who knows? But. But at the very least, you know he's close, and if they're grand final bound, he'll be there. I, I just think that this this is probably the game, and no disrespect to 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 people like um, uh, Wayne Bennett. I, I, I don't mean this in the slightest, but I think when you've got, if you look at the quality of players and the quality of coaches. At the moment, these are the two sides where if you look at coaching and playing, this is it. Like this is where both the coaching and playing matter. And this is the game, I think, where the coaches uh, will play a significant role. You'll see some things out of left field. I've got Penrith winning this one. There's a guy called Nathan Cleary who's just been I, – I, I think he's – I think he's had a phenomenal five years and he's he's stamping his mark in the forever category where he is going to be forever known as one of the greatest halfbacks. Um, you know, in Penrith law, he's in the same uh, he's in the same sentence as uh, Greg Alexander and um, and Gower. He's not only in that, he's now in one of the greatest halfbacks that, that we've seen in a long time. He's playing, his kicking game is outstanding. The way he plays the ball, the way he sees, um, the way he sees the game is just second to none. So I've got the yeah, I've got the I've got the Panthers winning this one. Um uh, in in what to be fair, I don't think will be a very close uh, affair. I actually think they're going to win uh, pretty well um, at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane on Saturday night, seven fifty. We have the Brisbane Broncos, who have, I suppose we've got the two surprise packets of this competition, which is the Brisbane Broncos who finished second versus the. New Zealand Warriors have finished fourth. The Waz, yes, the system works. One, two, three, four are in the finals. <coughs> and let's go through the teams. Uh, at fullback for the Broncos is Reese Walsh. Uh, for the Warriors is Nickel Clockstud. Uh, the wingers for the Broncos are Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo. For the Warriors is Dallin with the Selesniak, DWZ. And Marcelo Montoya on the other on the other side for the centres. Uh, in what I think is probably one of the best centre pairings in the competition, Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farmworth up against Rocco Berry and Adam Pompey. Um, the halves for the Broncos is Ezra Mam and uh, Adam Reynolds, who has been phenomenal for the Broncos. Terry uh, Martin for. The Warriors, Sean Johnson, who was outstanding last week for the Warriors. The Fords, the bookends for the Broncos, Thomas Flegler and Payne Haas. Fenor Blake for the Warriors and Mitchell Barnett. In at the hooker, Billy Waters for the Broncos and Wade Egan for the, for the Warriors. 
The Broncos, second rowers, Kurt Capewell, Jordan Rickey, the Warriors, Jackson Ford, Nikore for the Warriors, Carrigan and Tohu Harris is for the Warriors. Um, two players, I think, who are being pivotal for their clubs and yet again, just stamping what I want to start happening in 2024, that if you're going to talk about the spine, you have to talk about the lock. Interchange bench for the two sides. Smoothie for the Broncos in number 14. Piacura for number 15. Hetherington, 16. Palacia, 17 for the Broncos. Dylan Walker, Tavanga, Sirenen, and Josh Curran, who's a bit of a uh, fan favourite for the Warriors. It looks like I think they're probably going to run out 1-17, to 17, both these sides. Uh, this is a big game for both of them, looking at where they've come from. Um, Griffo, how do you see this one going? Uh, both these teams uh, were not in the eight last year. Um, actually, just one thing to be mentioned, uh, corresponding uh, round last year, uh, only Penrith actually made the eight from those four teams that played the prelim finals. Uh, Para, Rabbitohs and Cowboys not making the eight, which is sort of unheard of, really, that uh, from one year to the next, that's sort of a change. And, and, and the Broncos and the Warriors are two of the teams that, that stepped up this year. Um, I saw the Broncos in round one and I was really impressed with a big Penrith um, with no Reese Walsh. And uh, they've, they've been pretty impressive all year. They've had a couple of losses, but uh, not too many. Um, much more consistent. Uh, they've got firepower more than any other team, I think, in the, in the NRL. Um, and I do believe that that firepower will get them across the line in this game. Um, the Warriors have been phenomenal to, to make it as far as they have. And you can be sure that they'll have a lot of support up at Suncorp. There's a lot of New Zealanders uh, in in uh, in Australia, including in Brisbane. They always get good support there. But you'd, you'd imagine maybe uh, there'd be some uh, some Kiwis coming over from uh, from New Zealand. Uh, so I think obviously it's going to be a pro Broncos crowd overall, but there'll be plenty plenty of support for the Warriors. Um, this team has uh, has pretty much played to the best of their ability this year. Um, Johnson, as you mentioned, he's been outstanding. Uh, Shards, Nickel, Clock, Start, DWZ. I've never been a huge fan of DWZ, <laughs> but. Um, but he is playing the the best football of his career. Most definitely, yeah, to be fair. And yes. uh, you've got to give the guy credit. And um, yeah, he's, been, he's been amazing. Uh, I think it's got something to do with the, uh, with the hair and the, the mold. Um, when he was clean cut, he never played that well. Um, so maybe there's something in that. Um, they've got Adin Fenua Blake, who's... Uh, He's he's sort of touted as, you know, uh, probably the the number one prop, uh, maybe behind Payne Haas. Um, he uh, if he can lead his team to victory here, you've got to have him as the best prop in the game. If he can uh, if he can get his team uh, across the line, Wade Egan's been a revelation this year. He's always had ability. He came through the Penrith system. Very skillful hooker. Had, you know, problems with injuries and then uh, couldn't get a consistent <clears throat> spot in the Panthers. There was also Sioni Katoa there. And they both made way for, for Appy. Um, and obviously Penrith pulled the right rein because Appy played a grand final and then won two grand finals. So it's uh, almost like with Egan. It's almost like with Egan. He just needed like, like he just needed a year. Another. It was like 
he just needed that time to gel with everyone. And now that he's gelled, it's been pretty good. Oh, he's always he's always been a really good player, but now he's getting the well the performance in the NRL. Um, they got Tohu, Big Tofu, uh, Harris. Nia Corey's been really uh, a massive, as has Jackson Ford. Those two second rowers were not at the Warriors last year. Dylan Walker's off the bench. He's been very good. Um, this is a good side, but I think uh, the Broncos have the potential to be a great side. Um, I'm going to back, well, I want to see the Warriors win. I'd love <laughs> to see the Warriors win. But a team that boasts Reese Walsh, Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farmworth, Selwyn Cobble, Ezra Mam, and those guys are being uh, marshaled around the field by a highly talent, well, a highly experienced and knowledgeable Adam Reynolds. That backline is it is well, it's it's full of bullets, and not to you know. That Jesse Arthur's has been really good this year. The forward pack, when you've got Flegler, you've got Arse up front, you've got Pat Carrigan, there's plenty of go forward there. Uh, Ricky is having his best year. Kurt Capewell, we know he's a, an experienced uh, player. And Billy Walters, is again, he's, he's had his best year. Um, they've got a good bench. Um, I don't think it's an outstanding bench. Um, but it's you know they they're, they're quite capable. Um, but it's it's one to thirteen really where I think the Broncos uh, have it over the Warriors. Uh, I think the the Warriors actually maybe their bench is uh, slightly better with Dylan Walker who's been in in great uh, form for them. Um, I'm, I'm I'm tipping the Broncos because I think they've got too many guns. But I'd love to see the Warriors win, Shane. Yeah, I'm with you, Griffo. I'm glad you mentioned Dylan Walker. <clears throat> I actually think that if um, the Warriors can get in the grind with this team and 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 and, and just 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 get into a battle, Dylan Walker. This game is made for Dylan Walker. Like he he can come off the bench and just be electric. I I. I think this is going to be an exceptionally close game. I think this is going to go down to the wire. I've seen this man, you know, I've seen him kick field goals. When the two-point field goal came in, he kicked the very first one. I've seen him kick brilliantly. I remember once upon a time in the game, he was an inch away from kicking a 40-20, which probably gave South, which could have potentially given South Sydney the win. Okay, might have been grand final, okay? It was, it was the grand final qualifier against you guys. Um, he, Adam Reynolds is phenomenal. And there's times where in preliminary finals he hasn't fired, and there's times where he needed other to fire. I think the difference is, and, and this is probably going to slightly hurt me to say this, I think the troops he has around him now are probably some of the best since he played in 2014. And in that 2014 South Sydney side, there were some pretty phenomenal players. That's why I think if he can if he can play his game, the Broncos will win this. If he goes away from it, which I've seen him do, where he tries to run the ball, where he does kicks that aren't quite on point, the Warriors will get an open door, which you do not want Sean Johnson to have. This is going to be an exceptionally tight game. Reese Walsh has to keep his head. Jeez, I've changed my mind about five times. I'm going to tip the Broncos in a nail biter. Um, 
what I saw last week was a bounce back from the Warriors that I thought was very controlled. Their defense was exceptional. Um, I think they've got, I think they've built one of the best forward packs in the game, uh, which is saying something. So, yeah, I, I've I've got the Broncos with without much confidence, but but in a tight one. All right. So, like most uh, most of the pundits, uh, I think so. It's uh, it's Panthers Broncos Grand Final, according I, to us. I think so. And uh, pretty much anyone else who's tipped these games. Um, I think it's uh, tough. I think it's tough to tip against. I thought. I thought the the, the big thing for me, Griffo. I think. I, I don't think the the storm have lost the venom. They've they've limped into and through this final series. Like good on them. They've won. Like I'm not having a go. <clears throat> but for me, I thought the first week, the Warriors played the Panthers. I know they didn't have Sean Johnson and, you know, but geez, there was some, it was, there was some mistakes that just riddled their game. I suppose the two teams that you can set your watch by at the moment are Penrith and the Broncos. So yeah, that's it. All right. Well, listeners. So we're looking at uh, Panthers, Broncos in the NRL. And I'm thinking uh, Knights Roosters. Uh, you're saying uh, Broncos Roosters. Broncos Roosters and South, and South to beat the Brisbane. Oh, of course, uh, the, yeah. the the Bears. Sorry, the, the I, I did find those uh, team lists. South's got a lot of players that <laughs> yeah. were playing uh, NRL. Yeah, they they uh, At the end of the year, whereas the Roosters looked like it was sort of Terrell May. I think he was the only. Oh, sorry, the Bears. Yeah, they're stacked. Uh, yeah, South. So yeah, South. Yeah. If they don't yeah. win that game, they're uh, in trouble. Well, you know, it'd be it wouldn't you know it'd just be par for the course really to go to Parramatta on the weekend and watch them underperform. That's really what they've done lately. So well, I think those guys that are playing uh, that did play the NRL, they won't the uh, well, nah. they weren't the underperformers. They weren't the underperformers. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. All right, listeners, that's our picks for this week. Um, we hope you have a fantastic week. Um, it's, it's, again, going to be very interesting. We are one weekend away from the Rugby League Grand Final and, 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 and ascertaining um, many things. Will, will the Warriors do their dream run? Will the Storm do what the Storm do? Will the Broncos... Uh, lift the hearts of Queenslanders once again, or will this team called the Penrith Panthers win three in a row and really cement themselves into rugby league folklore? We've got one week ahead of us to talk about next week. Griffo, as always, a pleasure to chat rugby league with you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Shado. Um, thank you, listeners. Thank and you uh, listeners. next week, we should be back with the bells and whistles. Hopefully, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye now. Bye-bye.